Yo, I'm getting ready to put y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, you know what I mean? That shit is wrong. podcast your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things and tonight so much on our plate we're going to be talking about mortal kombat 2021 nobody and of course finale of the falcon and the winter soldier so as we say on nerd and up It's your chance to do the hump, DJ Kevin Kev. Alright, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin. That was excellent. Excellent. Thank you, sir. How you doing, my brother? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, a little, a little uh, upset. We uh, we're losing our our. our we're 90s, losing '90s rappers. Our '90s like, brothers, man. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to hear you're still alive, brother, and I'm glad yeah. to. I'm grateful to be here myself because '90s rappers are becoming an endangered species. They're becoming extinct. Yeah. Not to make light of it, but yeah, uh, yeah. They, they just buried DMX. Rest in peace. And then, and then, can we get can we get can we can we get that Black Rob track back? Can we, can we hear a little bit of it? Yo, I'm getting ready to put y'all up on something, man. Because yo, I remember, when like, you see something ill, you know what this mean? came out in, like, my heyday. Yeah. And when when we were on the dance floor, and this, this came on, forget about it. It popped off. The fish, diamonds, and pearls. I mean, I'll be honest, man. My favorite Black Rob song was a song called Ready. I don't have it on here right now, but um, it's the one with He's Black Rob, he's the man. If he can't do it, no one can. And it had just had like this sick fucking beat, but anyways, that was that was my shit. Um, but yeah, no, I of course I love Woe. Um, just everything that he was on. He was on, um... He was so grimy for Bad Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, he was on so many tracks. He was on Bad Boy for Life, too. Is he correctly? I don't know. He was on, like, a bunch of tracks, so... But, yeah, no, man. R.E.P. Black Rob. Uh, we just lost Shock G. And, that was, and that shall, was a shock. And shall we, shall we, shall we venture down memory lane? Oh, man. That beat, though, man. Like, like this is like 
That's all time classic. Right, like like Black Rob is like our like our niche. It's like important to us. But this is like a like a world classic. Like everybody on earth knows that. As a DJ, like like whenever I play this, man, like oh yeah, it it gets the floor, man. It gets the floor. Yeah, right. It's it always goes in that in that set with like all those like like you can mix this with like you know Vanilla Ice. Uh, That always gets people on the floor. Fucking, (laughs) it takes two. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, just like that. All that stuff, right? So. Well, yeah, man. Uh, remember dance floors? Remember that? Yeah, I do. I do remember dance floors. I I miss them. I miss them. Fun. We'll we'll get back there, brother. I we'll get so. our vaccines, and we'll have we'll have vaccine only dance parties, <laughs> and we'll we'll keep all the infected people locked out. Segregated <sighs> vaccine parties. We're bringing back segregation, my friend. Anyway, anyway, rest in peace, Shock G. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. You know he's he's the one that put uh, Tupac on the map, eh? Yeah, I remember Tupac yeah. on their re- on their album. I had their cassette. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I had that that tape. So, I had the Black Rub. You know CD. how you know how Tupac got started in the in the industry. He used to play. Go ahead. He used to double as Humpty Hump for Shock oh, yeah. G. So oh, yeah. when when he was doing like himself, right? Yeah. Tupac would put on the uh, the the fake nose and glasses and dance around right. in the background as Humpty Hump, and then of course switch into right and when yeah. They, yeah so yeah that's how uh, that's how Tupac got started man Shock G put Tupac on the map man. so yeah that was crazy a lot of uh, history there yeah. folks a lot of history yeah epic yeah. epic stuff man. Um, it's sad. Uh, it's sad. Right? People mm. die. It sucks. I, I wish it didn't happen. I hope it doesn't happen to us, Kev. And, yeah. and speaking of, speaking of which, I I'm gonna make a dark. This is a, this is gonna be a, a with Jer's black humor, dark humor, <laughs> not not black, not racial. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, black is in the color of my soul. <laughs> but I'm gonna just gonna make a prediction. If yeah. if if <clears throat> if. <laughs> If ever there was a week that I was likely to die of COVID, mm-hmm. it's this. It's this week, starting now. This is Sunday, so this is the first day of a week, uh, because I have my COVID vaccine booked mm-hmm. for one one week from today. Oh, okay. And this through this entire pandemic ordeal. Yes, I've been very paranoid about getting COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a fat guy, and uh, the stats are really bad for fat guys in COVID. Seventy-eight yeah. percent of the people I heard don't don't. I I have not fact checked this quote, but Bill Maher said it mm-hmm. on on Real Time last weekend. Seventy-eight percent of the people who have died from COVID were overweight or obese. Really. And, and they're not talking about that on the news, and they're not giving overweight people priority for vaccines or anything like that. Mm. Uh, so um, I have been terrified of yeah. getting COVID. And, but I have always said, the way my life works, the way my luck works, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it to like the very last week <laughs> before I'm safe. And that's when I'm going to get COVID and die. Don't worry, man. I'm I'm there with you. I'm screwed too. 
I'm not I'm not leaving my basement the next seven days. There you go. And nobody's I coming can't, down. I can't even book a fucking vaccine right now, but that's not a whole another story. But w- so, what's up with that? Like, uh, it's just, it's, so you're in a hot spot, aren't you? I am, and uh, I guess being in a hot spot, there's no there's no vaccines to give. So my options right now is either wait it out, right, and hope that the hospitals get back the the vaccine in stock. Or I go to a pharmacy where I can get the blood clot <laughs> inducing. Uh, um, by that, by that you mean the AstraZeneca? Yes, vaccine. that one. And I, and as I said to you off air, with my luck, I would probably fucking be the one in a million that gets it. So um, that gets the the blood clots. That is. So I don't really want to risk doing it at uh, a pharmacy. That's just my own personal, right? So uh, I'm waiting it out. Yeah. I'm hoping to get it right. through the hospital. So we'll, well see. We'll see how it goes. I'd rather have the Pfizer or the other one. What is it? Not Johnson & Johnson. There was another one. I forget what it is right now. Moderna, sure. I believe. All right. I'd rather, I'd rather have. Moderna. Yeah. My appointment is actually for, not for the AstraZeneca. It's, mm. it's for the Pfizer or Moderna. I don't know which one, but... Um, I'm actually not getting in because for people who don't live in our area, if you're, if anyone not in our area is listening, um, the <clears throat> vaccine in Ontario has mm-hmm. just been opened up this week to anybody who's 40, age 40 or over yep. can get the AstraZeneca vaccine, mm-hmm. just the AstraZeneca vaccine. That's it. Um, and that's the one that you can get through the pharmacies. Yeah. Um, and so everybody who's 40 or over is signing up for this AstraZeneca vaccine. But at the same time, there's this massive fear campaign happening yeah. from the right wing about the AstraZeneca vaccine and the and the fact that it has caused supposedly, okay, I shouldn't have said the word caused. Mm. Like the, some, I don't, don't quote me on this number. I don't have it in front of me, but it's some ridiculous low number like five in a million or yep. or five in 15 million or something crazy low mm. uh, of the uh, the number of people who got the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, developed blood clots. Right. And I, well, like I said to you, Kevin, earlier, I think in that many people, that number of people are going to just randomly get blood clots at that time anyway. You're probably right. Because, because it happens. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that Justin Trudeau went and got the AstraZeneca vaccine, and he's a young, I think he's younger than me. No, yeah. he's like, I don't know. I, I don't know how how old Trudeau is. I think mm. he's a little bit younger than me. Um, I, I was really proud of him. And my sister like texted me, and she was like, what vaccine are you getting? I hope you're not getting the AstraZeneca one. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, I have my appointment booked for next Sunday, but I'm on a waiting list for... Mm-hmm. At three pharmacies for the AstraZeneca. Right. And if one of those pharmacies calls me before Sunday and says, if you could come down right now, we have an opening, we can give you the AstraZeneca, I'm going to go. Mm. I'm going to take whatever I can get as soon as I can get it. Mm. <clears throat> and I think that you should consider that because the danger of you getting COVID is far worse than the possibility of you getting blood, blood clot. clot from the AstraZeneca <laughs> vaccine. Yeah. But now I just want to say, for the record, if you go get the AstraZeneca vaccine and you get blood clots, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. You. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to happen. 
<clears throat> I, like Viva Le Trudeau, man. He's a great prime minister, and he now anybody who's listening and just shut it off. But um, <laughs> um, all of the provincial, all of the sorry, all of the federal uh, political party leaders in mm. Canada went and got the AstraZeneca vaccine. Right. Um, and so it's not a political thing. It's, it's, um, it's safe, I think. Anyway, right. I, I want you to get it. I want you to survive this plague, and I want to get to that dance floor again. Yep. And I want to. I want to laugh at the 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 non the non vaccinated people outside who can't get in. <laughs> um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that dystopian future. <clears throat> It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be way better than this dystopian future, yeah. anyway. All right, <laughs> we're opening up a bar called the Segregation Lounge. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Vaccines no, no. only fountains. No, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Vaccination. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Like that? Why does that remind me of vaccination the vaccination for the nation? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, are we uh, gonna talk some uh, some some movies? Select, uh, yeah, okay. You know what? Let's 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 get get let's let's get at it. Why don't we? Why don't we do that? Why Absolutely. don't we? So let's just uh, <laughs> on the vaccine. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat. Mortal brother. Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal 2021. Kombat. <laughs> Big asterisk in front of this because. <laughs> Once again, yeah. I fucking couldn't. I couldn't finish this fucking movie. Fair I, enough, man. I watched. I watched. A, I think I watched an hour of it. I think I okay. watched at least to the halfway point. And um, I'll, I'll I'll be the first to admit. So it was a little slow, man. <laughs> it was a little slow. I looked I at was... I looked at the time. Forty five yeah. minutes into it, and there still wasn't. They weren't at the fucking competition yet. They weren't yeah. at the competition yet. You know what I mean? So uh, I feel you. I feel you. But anyways, yeah. go on. Sorry, I interrupted. It's okay. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna dive right in yeah. and 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 get to. I just hated this man. I yeah. just I there, the characters were the, the dialogue was awful. The characters were there was no character development at all. The plot was so fucking garbage and nonsense. Yeah. Uh, the, the it's not a tattoo it's a mark it means yeah. you're chosen to fight yeah, and, that, that, and i thought that was a and am i gonna get superpowers and 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 the gods and the whatever it was convoluted but mm-hmm. but i mean it, it it felt like there was a backbone of something that could have been cool mm. um but it felt like it was so poorly done like mm-hmm. there was no there were some. There was, there was no skill. There was no. I don't know, man. I, there, there was some cool fights I, yeah. and, and and some and some really some some cool bloody fatalities and mm-hmm. then, and there was a couple of moments where I was like, oh, uh, you know. And um, maybe I'd watch like um, a highlight reel uh, if you cut out <laughs> everything, but but those parts of the movie, and maybe I'd enjoy that, but. The guy like, that played Kano was great. I really okay, liked, Kano, I liked the Kano, Kano character. Kano was was cool, but yeah. but basically, he you was know like why the he comedy was awesome. relief. You know why he was awesome though. He was basically just making fun of the movie the whole yeah. time. Like yeah. every all of all of his jokes were, "Hey, remember when this just happened? Yeah. And remember when I just did that? And remember when you said that to me? Like it was just like 
like Kano is funny because he's mm-hmm. pulling me out of this, uh, uh, and and I'm laughing with him at it. I right. think, but yeah. um, uh, I did not finish it, so I'm not going to give it a score, and mm-hmm. I and I'm not going to. Um, I'm definitely not recommending this, though. I I didn't see anybody who liked it except for you. I was surprised to hear that, there, that you. Oh it. no, there was people out there who liked it. Could give me the floor. Yeah, there was I, people out there like it. I did not. I did not hear from any of them. I just yeah. saw people. I just saw people saying, even like Mortal Kombat fans, mm-hmm. um, and I know you're going to say the, the opposite, but I saw Mortal Kombat fans um, saying like, "This is I don't I don't know this. This is mm-hmm. not my Mortal Kombat." But um, yeah, the story was uh, very thin. And I'm looking I, even I, at, on IMDb, this thing's got a score of six point four out of ten. And for IMDb, that's really low. Like they like this is, is like though? this is a generous website for ratings. On I average, think. movies are rated like seven, dude. So it's not really that low. It's a low. It's definitely a low. <clears throat> I don't think so. I think it's average. I uh, uh, personally for IMDb. Hold on, I'm gonna rate well, it and see if I can bring it down. I'm rating it a one. <laughs> it's not gonna move. Uh, they can be signed like Google. Anyway, I'm I'm just curious. Just uh, you mentioned it. I I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it, and I just I I thought. If it's just excuses for fight scenes, then 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 don't try mm. so much with dialogue. Like yeah, just so cut to the fight scenes and just and just and just don't talk much. Yeah. And but but they but man, like dialogue that like thin on the level of like some of the weakest shit, like straight to video fucking It was straight to video. No name <laughs> no name shit. Yeah, it was straight to video. <laughs> but I'm speaking to our generation and, and back in the day uh, when you went to Blockbuster and you were like, hey, what's this movie? I never saw this in theaters. Yeah. That's because it fucking never was because it's garbage and it, and it just came here. Um, that's what straight to video meant. Um, the uh, That's how I felt about it anyway. And Fair I enough. will um, I'll back off it now. I don't think I have um, anything intelligent to add right. to what I so far. Go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, uh, I agree. There were some fucking dumbass parts like the whole thing we're going i'm gonna go into spoilers here but anyways like the whole thing when uh okay so when kano or not kano uh jack's got his arms ripped off which was great that was an awesome scene when um when they went to like lord raiden's cave and jacks was there and they were like rebuilding his arms or doing whatever and then they gave him like these puny fucking arms i was like (laughs) That looks so fucking stupid. Like, why would they do that? Like, I don't get it. Are those like his temporary arms? And then, <laughs> and then he has to lift like that big fucking boulder off of Sonya, and he's using these little fucking chopstick arms. And then all of a sudden, they start start balking out and they fucking transform. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" That I thought was fucking stupid. Like, that was <laughs> they should have just gave him fucking arms. Like, I don't get that at all. But anyways, <clears throat> uh, the. I guess it would have made more sense if they explained, oh, you have to, like, train your arms to become bigger or something. Like, uh, if there was some kind of dialogue on the reasoning, why he had chopstick arms would have made sense. But, yeah, that was stupid. Maybe uh, that was when he was getting his superpowers. I don't know. I don't I don't I thought that was fucking dumb. But anyways, yeah. um, and then, yeah, I do agree with the whole fucking birthmark thing, whatever. I thought that was a little off. Like, there was no mention of that in, like, the game. <laughs> Right, so I thought okay, that was no, a little I, let, let, let me just, let me just, let me just. And then uh, it got transferred I'm, when you kill somebody. Like I thought that was kind of stupid. 
right? Like but, I didn't go into this movie though with expecting like a convoluted, like a very intelligent plot or anything. I went in to see violence and I got violence. So I was happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So, but, but I just, you know what? I'm just, well, what I'm, what I'm, I guess what I was getting at is I would rather see like, okay, then you get that main character, the, who's the main character, the dude with the sister, uh, yeah, uh Cole. Cole. Okay. Well, it wasn't his sister. Um, that was his fucking wife and his daughter. Okay. His daughter. Sorry. Um, I don't worry. I thought it, that it, was instead, his sister. Instead of the too. whole thing, Instead of the whole thing where Jack shows up and like plays mysterious and then like, um, uh, you know, whatever him. happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking have Raiden teleport into the judo match and go, you, I choose you, Mortal Kombat now. <laughs> teleport him to the tournament. Boom. Done. But you know, right? it's like, funny. So and then and then get to the part that everybody enjoys. But instead they did this weird thing and the guy goes from being in a judo match to Getting attacked by like Sub Zero, Sub Zero, and then being told by Jax that oh yeah, you have this magic destiny and all the shit you didn't know about, mm-hmm. and then he's just on a mission. He's like, oh well, uh, Jack said that the mark means they're gonna come after me, so then I gotta go do what Jack said. I gotta go look for this person, yep. and then he's like, like a normal person. I didn't go you know, into this for like, plot. <laughs> I know, I know, dude. I just, I just, I, what I, I just, I'm just saying they could have easily yeah. made the choice to like not try to have any plot right. and would have been a better movie. Fair enough. So, uh, pretty much it was probably uh, as far as plot goes, <laughs> it was probably on par with the, was it 97 one, whatever <laughs> the yeah. original one, yeah. um, which wasn't very, I don't remember it, but I remember yeah, thinking it's been a long time, but this can't be better than that. This, this is, this, this must be like similar <clears> to that. Yeah. But uh, no, I had no, I had no problem with like, um, like the Scorpion um, storyline, whatever. Like how they did that whole thing at the beginning. Um, them hiding the baby was kind of pointless, but I guess that's his bloodline going on, and hence the the main character is part of Scorpion's bloodline and all that stuff. But even yeah. that, they didn't really explain it very well. <clears throat> um, I thought it was kind of stupid that he lost that fight. And someone else, I was watching a bunch of reviews and someone else brought up the same thing I was thinking when I was watching that. And that was, did he blow that fight? Did he throw it for money? And no, he didn't. He just fucking lost. Yeah. <laughs> which was which was stupid. I think it would have made more sense if if they showed him getting a big payout afterwards. Like, here, man, here's your, here's your cut. <laughs> I mean, because that kind of diminishes them. That it's kind of like wrestling in a way, right? They were saying I mean, he was a loser fighter. That was that was his setup. Yeah, he, he used to be a good fighter, and he's not anymore. Uh yeah, maybe I missed that. But anyways, I thought he fucking threw the fight because he was winning. <laughs> he was like kicking that guy's ass. No. Right? That was the whole thing. Jack said, "Well, you, you know, if you had controlled the fight, you could have won. You yeah. need training." Right. Um, so they were setting you up to, oh my God, this guy's not going to be any good at Mortal Kombat. I'm really worried now. Right. <laughs> you know, I was worried. <laughs> but anyways, uh, well, I didn't watch yeah, till over, the end. Did he win? I, 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 yeah, of course he did. So, uh, he kicked Goro's ass. I actually liked the way Goro looked in this movie. Actually. Um, it was a step up from, uh, from the, um, 
uh, which we call it stop motion that they used in the original one. I but yeah, no, I liked how he looked in this film. Um, he looked a little bit more believable to me, but anyways. Um, but yeah, overall, I definitely didn't hate it like you did. <laughs> but again, uh, like I said, I wasn't going into this film uh, expecting Academy Award winning plot. Speaking of which, uh, you know, the Oscars are on tonight. Yeah, I'm um, missing the Oscars. Thing. Yeah, and it's funny because this is like the first year that I'm not excited for the Oscars. Yeah, no, I didn't even realize they were on. I heard I heard it on the news today. The yeah. Oscars are tonight, and I was like, really? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. These are going to be weird Oscars. Uh, maybe I should it be is. watching. I yeah. don't know. Uh, they'll be on all night That if, if it's if it's a normal length. True anyway. Enough. But yes, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting Oscar Academy Award winning uh, plotline by any means. I was, I went into this for violence, and I got it. So uh, yeah, I would throw, I would give this uh, just above average at, at a six, um, just because I enjoyed the blood <laughs> and the okay. fatalities, and watching Kano and watching Kano rip the heart out of a fucking um, who, who I assume is reptile. They didn't explain that either. But anyways, yeah. <clears throat> Kano was funny. I, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Yeah, Kano. Kano was was really funny in this movie. Um, uh, I was kind of I was kind of upset that he uh, died because if they do make a second one, come on, yeah, I have Kano in it, but they're going to replace him with Johnny Cage, obviously. So yeah, my thought was uh, I hope Matt's listening because uh, um, I feel bad for calling Godzilla versus Kong dumb. <laughs> after watching Mortal Kombat, like Mortal Kombat 2021 makes Godzilla versus Kong look like fucking Academy Award. <laughs> like I can't like what's the greatest thing ever made? Uh, it's I, like Homer's Odyssey. Like I Shakespeare. I it is it like uh, Godzilla versus Kong is brilliant. <laughs> compared to Mortal Kombat 2021. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I, my impression of it has raised up uh, a couple of notches for sure, which is, which is why I was so relieved, Kev, when you reminded me that nobody was available to yes. watch this weekend yes. because I was like, Oh, thank God I can watch something good now. Can and we, can we, because done I just on, had a feeling going Mortal into nobody first? was going to be good. Yes, can, please. Uh, all right. Finish him. Boom! So, Kev. Yes. B- before we get down to nobody. Yes. Uh, which I was expecting to love, and which I did. All right. Can we br- can we can we bring back some Black Rob? <laughs> y'all get ready to put y'all up on something, man. Y'all deep beat. You see something ill? Nobody. That shit is wrong. Anything ill you see is wrong. You could be dance floor hype. For the Bob Odenkirk produced star. I don't know if he directs it. No, he doesn't direct it. Yeah, I should have directed it. Of course. I love. Oh, he did hardcore Harry. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. You know what? When I saw the trailers for this, I was like, it looks like a John Wick movie yeah. 
But it's about a character in the real world instead of in that John Wick kind of sci-fi kind of goth. What is that world that he's in? Is it steampunk? In John Wick? Yeah. I don't know if I would call it steampunk. Wouldn't you call it steampunk? It's sci-fi for sure. Um, uh, dystopian future? I don't know. I always kind of looked at it as like kind of like a gritty underworld type thing. I don't know. I never really associated it with... You don't think it's science fiction-y at all? Uh, not really. It is, okay. it is fiction-y because when I think... Okay, so when I think science fiction, for me, the it's first hyper, thing... It's hyper-stylized. Right, but right? when I think science fiction, I think of like the future and fucking you know robots and flying cars and shit where john wick it's kind of set in like now times and there's no futuristic weapons in it or anything that's why i don't consider it a sci-fi you're right right it is obviously extremely fictional i'm sure there's not a continental hotel where people that are (laughs) paid assassins can go to (laughs) you know what i mean like <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. Oh, that's just my. Um, so the world of nobody is is a much less stylized world. Yeah. Let's just say yeah. it's a much more normal feeling world. Yes, absolutely. Let's just say. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. I don't want to go through the plot of the entire movie. Um, but we are going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's almost it's I, I'm I almost don't want to spoil this one because. I don't know about you, but it turned out being very different than my impression of it going in. Okay. Um, because it was a little different, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give a big, really, I'm going to give a big reveal about the movie away now. So if you don't, if you don't want me to big, the give away the big reveal of mm-hmm. nobody, if you think you're going to enjoy it, um, then, then switch us off now. Skip, skip to like half an hour from now in the podcast. <laughs> um, but, a. A major reveal in this movie is that he's not just an ordinary guy. Like it right. looks like he's an ordinary um, uh, dad, husband, uh, living in the suburbs and mm-hmm. living a very boring life. He's like a manager at a factory. Yeah. Uh, his wife's a real estate agent. They uh, have a loveless marriage. He's got a mundane, repetitive life, um, and. Uh, one night, his he's got a he's got a teenage son and a daughter who looks like she's preteen. Yes, I don't, young, I don't yes. know. Young. Yes. Um. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Definitely. Like probably like six or seven. Anyway. Yeah. Uh. They their house gets uh, robbed one night. Uh, two two burglars break into their house, hold him at gunpoint, rob mm-hmm. him. Um. And uh, the story progresses from there, but like it, um, they lead you to believe that this is this is who he is, and then you find out very soon into the movie um, that he is not a nobody. He's no. not just some average guy who started getting really violent and fighting yeah. everybody around him. <laughs> like that's what I thought I was going into. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going into a movie about about that that actual guy, right? <laughs> uh, who like suddenly has to defend his family from something and gets super violent and turns out to be super good at it just naturally. Mm-hmm. No. Um, 
kind of like that. He is super violent and super good at it, but, but he suppresses it's, it. It's because he's not actually this normal uh, everyday guy. Yeah. He was a go- he was a government assassin for the U.S. government. He was a hitman basically for the U.S. government. Uh, something they call an auditor in mm. this story, I, uh, and the auditor is when the U.S. government has a problem with somebody. He's the last person they send to deal with the problem when mm-hmm. all other when all other uh, options have been exhausted. Yeah. That's what an auditor is. Um, but anyway, he tells this story about how he uh, decided to give it up because he wanted to live this normal life and he wanted to have this 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 family life um, instead of being this killer yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, but uh, you find out through this movie, and I think it's like really well told. I really do feel like they give you such a great sense. It's great filmmaking. It's great directing. It's great writing. Mm-hmm. The dialogue feels real yep. between the family. It feels like a real family. Yep. Uh, the the feeling that um, Bob Odenkirk's character, whose name I don't have on the tip of my tongue right now, um, and I should. It's but much... uh, the, yeah. The feeling that uh, Hutch Mansell's uh, Hutch Mansell is trapped inside his life, like his life is a prison, mm-hmm. and you actually see him, like 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 exercising uh, while he's while he's at the bus stop. While he's he jogs to the bus stop, and when he gets to the bus stop, he does pull ups uh, on the bus shelter, mm-hmm. and it it just reminds you of a guy who's in prison, trapped, and he's like working out because he's just so frustrated, and he's got to work it out. Mm-hmm. And I, it reminded me of when I had a job that was kind of similar to that. It was a you know in a factory setting. I was a forklift driver, and and I would on my breaks, I would go into the break room and fucking do push-ups and shit because mm-hmm. I was like so like angry and felt trapped all the time. Like I just, I totally believe this character yeah. and, uh, I got, and they, and the filmmaking is fantastic here. The repetitive quick cuts showing you the rapid cuts of his daily cycle, daily routine, just repeating itself over and over and over again and just being very boring. Um, and the feeling of helplessness you feel when, after the house is robbed, his whole family is disappointed in him for not fighting the burglars, and and the sense of like frustration he feels when he sees that the burglars only got in because he, uh, I guess, was messy with his garbage and a pizza box got stuck in the garage door and the garage door didn't close all the way that that night, um, and you just felt like this guy was just helpless. He couldn't fix his marriage. Uh, he couldn't fix. He couldn't you know protect his family. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody was down on him, and uh, and then you get uh, what you get. He goes. He decides to go after the burglars because um, it turns out uh, his daughter's kitty cat bracelet was missing, and he thinks they took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, after he goes after the burglars, uh, events ensue, and it turns out he crosses a big powerful gangster. Yeah, Ex- exactly like John Wick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Except- the plot. The plot of this movie is so parallel to John Wick in so it many is. ways, yeah. and I don't criticize it for that because I still enjoyed it thoroughly. I did not believe it at any time, um, but I, again, this is a movie that John Wick fans should enjoy, and I hope don't hate because of the similarities. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't think you would, because it's so great, isn't it? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think with the whole John Wick thing, um, yes, it it did have similar parallels but uh with john wick 
uh, they broke into his house. They killed his dog, and that was that was yeah. kind of the the um, uh, the snowball down the hill, so, so to say, uh, yeah. that just set off the events of the whole. They stole movie. his car. Too. Yeah, and oh yeah, and they stole his car. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. But anyways, and then in this one, basically, they just fucked with his with his family essentially, and stole the right. little kid's bracelet, which he let and go until the kid was like upset about the bracelet, the bracelet, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and it was really him because he could have just walked away off that bus, but he's the one that decided, "Fuck it." <laughs> well, that well, that's the whole thing about right. this. It, it it like the the guy who he ended up almost killing mm-hmm. uh, that turned out to be the son. gangster's son. Yeah, he he wasn't one of the people who broke into the house. He just happened to be on the bus yep. when those guys got on the bus after. He had gone after the burglars. He dealt with the burglars, yeah. And found out that they didn't have the kitty cat bracelet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these assholes get on the bus. And again, another scene that was so real. Felt like I'd been on a bus so many times. And a bunch of assholes like that have gotten on. And they weren't even like like goofy movie villain level assholes. They were just like exactly the way I've seen a lot of fucking assholes on the bus beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, and... Um, our, our hero, uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, Hutch, um, you know, is just this really super violent guy who's just like simmering and bubbling over with the desire to be really violent and hurt people. And these guys just give him an excuse. Mm. Um, and this is when the first uh, orgy of violence happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's brutal. And it's, I, I, I oh, man, I don't, I don't want to say it's more brutal than the violence in john wick but um there's something more like this is if john wick is bruce lee then nobody is jackie chan because he spends most of his fights getting the shit beat out of him right and and he like he should have been dead from the beating that he took and from the number of times he was stabbed um but then he always gets back up and beats the shit of the guy after so it feels more satisfying almost yeah I feel like like John Wick took a beating for sure oh, yeah. uh, many times, but something not about like, the way like this this guy yeah. uh, like really looks like he should have been dead from the beating he took so yeah. many times. Uh, uh, but um, I don't want to spend too long on this because we still got to get to the main event, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, so I, but I think I've covered most of what I wanted to cover. I really enjoyed this. I thought on every level, uh, like, ah, uh, man, I, the, the big surprises at the end. Like, I don't even know if I want to say that, uh, the just, big surprise. I didn't, I didn't even, it. I didn't remember that Riza was in this movie yep. and, and Riza shows up with the third act and the third act of this movie, it really kind of hurt. Technically, he was in the movie throughout the entire movie because he's the one yeah. that he was talking to on that radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, but, and there's the big reveal at the end that yeah. it was Riza, And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Riza's in this. Yeah. Um, and then it, it just turns into this big shootout at the end with, yeah. uh, with, with of course, the great uh, Christopher Lloyd. Which was uh, another pleasant Hutch's surprise. dad. Yeah. Um, who's also a badass uh, yeah. violinist. Uh, shoot him up dude and like it, it, it's so much like a 90s uh, action shoot him up movie Christopher Lloyd actually has a line where instead of saying I'm too old for this shit he says I really missed this shit yeah 
and it's it might as well it might as well have been like an outtake from from a lethal weapon movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was great and uh, and 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 a lot of fun and and I my my thirst for a good violent movie, which was not sated by Mortal Kombat, <laughs> was more than sated by nobody. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hmm. I, I'm just trying to give it a rating uh, okay. quickly off my head. Um, trying to decide how I feel. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give this rating a movie a, a high rating, seven point seven five. All right, seven and three quarters uh, out of ten for the for me for this movie. Right. Um, a lot of fun uh, fight movie. Yes, I shoot agree. Up, shoot up fight yeah. movie. I agree with you. Uh, very, very fun movie. Um, a lot of nice little like fun parts in this movie, like when he stole like his neighbor's car and all that shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. the RZA part at the end, of course. Uh, the whole Christopher Lloyd. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to be like a badass. So um, when he like called him, he's like, "Dad, you know, um, be ready. Like, whoever they're coming, they're gonna come for you." And when they walked in and he fucking busts out the shotgun, <laughs> dude, I wasn't expecting that at all. You know what I mean? So it was just, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, just like stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, no, I'm up there with you. Um, as far as ratings go, uh, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Uh, I wanted to watch it again actually before we reviewed it, but I didn't get around to it, but yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm there with you and I, I'm sitting at an eight, eight out of 10. Word up. Word the big bird. Boom! God! Finish him. <laughs> uh, righty then. I missed this get shit. To... <laughs> uh, shall we get to the main event then, let's, let's, my brother? Let's do it. Fucking in the Winter Soldier. Fucking in the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Sorry, I burped. Uh, <laughs> I, that was not manly at all. Was, <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Um, gender stereotypes. So um, this week we're just going to run through episode five since we didn't review it last week. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's do a quick run through on that. What happened in episode five? Oh, they fixed the fucking boat for half a fucking hour. That's what happened. <laughs> They did. They did. The first half of episode five was pretty good. And yes. then I remember he went home to start fixing the boat and I paused. I, I, I pulled up the timer on the screen and I saw that we were at the 30 minute mark. And I said, Melinda, if they spend 30 minutes fixing the goddamn boat now. <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Basically, and it yeah. was a meta- it was a metaphor for restoring the legacy of the shield, and yes. it was great character exposition and it's, and fuck. But let's start at the beginning, shall we? Really, uh, you want to go through it all, or? Well, uh, the best part is at the beginning. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, right, uh, so at the beginning, uh, we got the man on the run. Man on the run. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. So um, we we see John, John Walker John had just Walker. murdered the guy with the shield, yep. and he was running away, and he was crying. He had a great little scene, uh, uh, you know, breaking down, freaking out, yep. um, 
And then uh, Falky and Winty show up. And they're like, bro, you're giving us the shield back because we don't want anybody else to get hurt. And then you had a cool little fight scene that was very reminiscent of the fight scene from Captain America Civil War. Yes. uh, But instead of Iron Man and Cap and Falcon, it was... I mean, Falcon, sorry. Iron Man, Cap, and... Bucky. The Winter Soldier. Yep. It was the Winter Soldier and New Cap, New Cap and, Falcon. and Falcon. Yeah. Um, Jack, sorry, Johnny, almost kills Falcon. Yep. Um, and the same, uh, the same way it, he killed. He gets saved by Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I feel like they keep showing you over and over again that that Sam is not. Steve, that that without Bucky, Sam would would not be able to pull this off by himself, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's a team up show and not uh, just the Captain America show, right? Yep. Not just the fucking show, right? Yep. Um, I don't know what else to say about this scene except uh, they they beat him with a with a great uh, tag team move mm-hmm. where I, well after uh, you know Johnny Walker goes nuts and rips the wings off Falcon um, they do this they team up and they do this awesome finishing move uh, with the vibranium arm and the shield and the jetpack all at the same time yeah. and they they they. It, what would kill an ordinary man that just knocks Johnny Walker unconscious. Yeah. And then Winter Soldier throws the shield down at Falcon and says, here, it spits on him. <laughs> Take it. Well, he didn't quite no. spit on him. but <laughs> He was just like bitchy about it. Yes. Uh, like... Like here, I just finished solving the problem that you caused by giving this away. Yeah, basically. Um. So then, after that, where do we go? Uh, we have is it the, to the scene where Sam is being debriefed by the CIA guy, and sorry, they and he's like, sorry. "What what happened to the wings? You keep them." Yes, that's right. He's like, "You're forgetting some. You keep them." So, um, he walks away from the wings and takes the shield with him. Yes. Sam in this scene. Yep. Then we uh, see, then we see old, our new Captain America basically being, uh, demoted by the government asking right. to, for the shield to be returned and John Walker has another great mental breakdown scene where he keeps repeating, I am Captain America. Yeah. I am Captain. This is, um, I don't know. I feel like there are, there are problems with the plot a little bit. Um, and I, I wonder if it's because I know you, we've already discussed this a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they deleted an entire plot line from Apparently, this show. Yes, yeah. That was problematic. Yeah. And, uh, they gave it away in the finale, uh, in the dialogue. Some of the dialogue they couldn't cut out; they they left in, okay. and because um, in the finale, uh, Sam says a sixteen-year-old girl had the same power as Thanos, as a god, mm-hmm. to wipe out to wipe out half the people on Earth. Mm-hmm. So th- he gave away that 
Carly's original plan was to kill half the people on Earth. Right. And and the original plot was <clears throat> with was Carly using a virus. So Carly was going to use a virus to kill half the people on Earth. That was the original plot of this. Mm. Um, so Carly would have seemed a lot more evil uh, in the in the real version of this. Um, right. Anyway, how did I get onto Carly? Where were we? I'm uh, sorry. Because um, we were talking about uh, about um, uh, Captain America and how he's gone. Right. He, he kept and he kept repeating, "I am yeah. Captain America." Like, and that was part of his madness. Yeah. And then you have the scene. I don't know what the order of it is. Well, but they introduced Lou, Lou Julia, Louis, Louis, Julia Louis Dreyfus, yeah. and it's after it's after the big courtroom breakdown scene, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting on a bench outside the courtroom, uh, like as if he would just hang out there after that breakdown. I thought it was really weird. Again, with this building, remember I said at the beginning of this, it looked like they wanted a building that looked like the Capitol building, but they got that they, they got some hotel that had one doorway that looked like the Capitol building. Yeah. Okay. You don't remember. I don't, but go on. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I felt like they kept using this same room inside some building okay. over and over and over again for scene after scene after scene. Um, and so I felt like they they were like, they had nowhere to... There, there's rumors that Julia Louise Dreyfus is in the uh, Black Widow movie and that she was supposed to be introduced there for the first time. Mm. But when they decided to put the Black Widow movie after this show, they they filmed the Julia Louis Dreyfus scene after, and then inserted it in after the, after they changed the plot of this show. Right. So that's why I think it's weird that right after he had that breakdown in the courtroom in front of all the public, he just sat outside the courtroom on a bench, um, and hung out there for Julia Louis Dreyfus to show up because afterwards you see him making the shield and all crazy eyed Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay yeah that's what he would have done after that courtroom scene he would have went straight home and started making that shield anyway uh the julie lee driver scene she introduces herself uh lady valentina something 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 Mm -hmm. um she's a character from marvel comics uh she has a long history in marvel comics um not a main character but somebody who does have a history there she was a love interest for um, what's his name? Uh, eh? eh? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. Yes. Um, but anyway, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, sh- maybe she's the power broker. Eh. Um, but she's working for somebody powerful anyway, or she is somebody powerful. Apparently, yeah. see, I guess who knows. Um, she was she worked for Shield infiltrating Hydra. In the comics. Okay. So some people think Hydra is involved here. Right. But who knows? Um, anyway, uh, she gives her business card to John Walker. It says, we know you took the serum. Now you're very valuable valuable to certain people. The smartest thing you could do is take my call when I call you. Um, and then... And then they go fix the boat for half an hour? Is that what happens next? <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> There's a scene uh, with uh, Kylie. What's her name? Kylie? Kaylee? Kylie? Carly? Carly. Um, Where they're in that that courtyard in uh, whatever country that was. And uh, it was just after, like, they got 
um, invaded by like the U.S. government, whatever. And uh, I don't remember the the exact dialogue in this in this uh, scene because I only watched this episode once. But um, but yeah, she's talking to the rest of the um, the flag smashers. It's not ringing okay. a bell. Uh, I don't remember that exact conversation. What what yeah. the I don't remember was I, there were a lot of conversations. Yeah, I these characters were messed up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, having half their plot removed really made a lot of their dialogue kind of pointless. Yeah. Um, this was the episode that ended with Carly revealing that she had this app and that every single person around them on the public crowded street crowded street was one of her followers. Yeah. Just pretending not to be. Yeah. When there was nobody there but them, like they were, it made no fucking sense at all. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, mm. they were like, they were showing you Carly had a lot of support in yeah. the world. And this is a big problem with the plot of the show is that, um, is Carly supposed to be a bad guy? Mm. It, uh, like who is good and who is bad? What is right and what is wrong in this plot? Yeah. There isn't any. There, there really isn't any. And once we get to the end, I will explain what I mean about that further. But I, I, it's missing. Whatever, what the, uh, some kind of moral lesson here is completely missing. Even though it pretends to constantly have one, mm. it, th- there's a lot of moralizing. But the actual moral lesson is so muddled and confused and and contradictory. I, anyway. Mm. We'll get there. We'll get to the end um, at some point. Where are we at the plot of this episode now? Sorry. Okay, so uh, what's his face is in Sokovia, um, looking at like some right. Zemo. Zemo, thank you. Yes. Um, and that's when Bucky comes up and basically puts a gun to his head. Yeah, puts a gun to his head, but there's no bullets in the gun because he's he drops actually... the bullets on the ground to show that he's not the winter soldier anymore. He's not a murderer anymore. He's not a killer anymore. Well, basically just but... to give uh, Zemo to, uh, to Zamunda or not Zamunda, <laughs> Wakanda. He gives <laughs> to the, Way to to the go, Wakandans. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry. I was mixing up my, my fake African countries. <laughs> anyways, <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> to Wakanda, <laughs> to the Wakandans. Yes, um, they're locking him up. Right, so they're putting him on the raft, the that prison that that the that the Avengers were in at the end of Civil War. Ant Man was locked in a cell. I remember. Mm-hmm. Iron Man was outside the cell, like taunting him, like, "Are you happy now? Are you happy now?" <laughs> Yeah. I, that was the worst movie. Like th- those characters. Oh my god, what they did, what they did to the Avengers in that movie, their characters was so. Oh my god. Anyway, don't even get me started. Don't get started. I don't want to go on a tangent about something that we're not talking about in this episode right now. Absolutely not. We have so and then the Falcon episode. takes the shield to Isaiah. Right, and 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 they have a they have a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, uh, about about. You know about some some real stuff about how you know the blue eyed blonde haired Captain America doesn't represent the black experience in yeah. America at all, um, and uh, the character of Isaiah Bradley has given up and he doesn't want to come back. And they they show you how Sam 
it still has hope for America, still mm-hmm. believes that America can be better. Uh, you know, uh, even though he is now aware of this, of how dark the past is, he, he still believes that the future, the present is better and that the future can be even better. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're showing you his stubborn, resilient spirit, just like Steve Rogers, right? Is that yeah. the point here? I think. Anyway, um, no, still a great scene. This Isaiah Bradley character is a great character. The actor who plays him, I don't know his name, but he's really great. I hope we see more of him. I feel like um, we will because, I don't know, his, to me, if you look son, at his... patriot. Yeah. Well, when you look at his face, uh, it looks like he's wearing makeup yeah, he's to make him older. look older. Yeah, so yeah I heard to that. To me, yeah. that tells me that he's going to be appearing probably in the next Captain America movie because they announced that there's right. going to be another Captain America movie. Um yes. I'm assuming he's gonna. They're gonna have flashbacks of a younger him. Because why if, else would they put him? If in... the next Captain America movie involves some flashbacks with a young Isaiah Bradley, yeah. uh, I will think that will be great. I'll I'll be I'll be down for some of that. Yeah. Um, Which I have a feeling exactly that's exactly what they're gonna they're gonna do. Because why else would they put older? Would they make him older in this in this show? Yeah. You know, yeah, they're going to use planning. they're going to use the younger version of his character at some point. Yeah, because I'm sure I it's easier so. to do makeup than de aging. Right, he's supposed to be the same age as Steve Rogers, I guess. Anyway, isn't mm. he? Uh yeah, but he obviously aged. Yeah, I don't know right? what's up with that. Yeah. But, um, and then we go to Falcon fixing the boat for right. half an hour. Right. Which is which is fun and fine and and great. If you're into this character, which I'm just I'm super not. I'm sorry, still. But so, um, uh, I I like the character of Bucky. He's the Wolverine of the MCU now, uh, to me. Um, and he's totally likable and uh, and I have no problem with him really. Uh, even the superhero landing, even that he got in this one, which was like, it was like putting a point. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on to the finale now. Uh, sorry, I skipped ahead. But yeah, no, we can just skim through this. Basically, they show uh, Falcon uh, practicing with the uh, shield. Yeah. He's just like training, I guess, trying to get in, um, yeah. into shape and just uh, practicing throwing the shield. Yeah. Which is, you know, there's so many musical montages in this in this goddamn mm. thing. There's, there's at least four. There's two boat fixing musical montages, and there's two shield throwing training montages. Mm. And they're fine. Uh, uh, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but can we move on to episode six? Yeah. Let's. All right. Then was there? Then, a, I can't remember. Was there a mid credit scene in this one, or was that was just? Uh, yeah, it was the shield. It was the shield fixing. The, yes, that's right. Him. John, John Walker building his new building shield. His new, new shield. <clears throat> Just out of regular steel. Yes. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, man. He did a good job, though. Uh, it looked good. It looked good. It yeah, just wasn't good. the same, though. Yeah. As we it's find out. It's not vibranium. <laughs> As we find out in the next one. Hmm. Uh, so the episode ends, of course, with the suitcase that, uh, Buggy got from Wakanda and Sam opening it and and not them not revealing what the new suit looks like. Yes. So we find out in the next episode, of course, mm-hmm. um, the, f- the finale, episode six. Uh, this one, entitled "One World, One People," uh, 
Where do we start? We start with Carly and her folks. Mm. Hold on. I don't know where we start. <laughs> so at the end, uh, they showed like um, whatever. I, I I don't even know how uh, how to explain it, but uh, they were having problems in this building, and it's like all these like political guys, whatever. And then at the beginning, it's Bucky going to this building because obviously it's a continuation, and he meets uh, what's her name, Peggy Carter. Is it Peggy? I'm sorry, I forget. Or is Peggy her Sharon. mom? Sharon. Sharon Carter. No, Sharon's her mom. Sharon's Wait a minute. Mom. No, Peggy's the mom, isn't it? I'm drawing Yeah, Peggy's her mom. This is Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Uh, outside the building, using the same face technology, disguising technology as we saw. Yeah. Um, Black Widow. It's the big user. showdown. We're all headed down because we know that... The Flag Smashers are in New York because mm-hmm. their app lit up a signal on the internet that they saw somehow. So they're all converging on New York City. It's nighttime. I wanted to say immediately this felt like an X-Men movie to me mm-hmm. and also like a Spider-Man movie because of New York City. Um, <clears throat> but it felt familiar and fun and and cool. Um, <clears throat> Sharon Tate showing up with the uh, like Mission Impossible hologram face mask. Yep. Thing uh, has been done a couple of times by Agents of Shield in the MCU before. Okay. Um, Falcon now Captain America um, makes his entrance very Batman style, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, the GRC who are I guess some kind of provisional government. This this plot is really weak. I'm gonna say it. I hate it. Um, but what what's happening here is after the snap and after people came back from the snap, <laughs> everybody who was living in everybody else's houses who had disappeared uh, are now going to be forced out, so that the people who reappeared can have their homes back, okay. and also country borders of countries are being redrawn. Um, because after the snap borders of countries had to be redrawn in order to deal somehow. Mm. Um, and so the whole point, the flag smashers want to stop the borders from being redrawn and the people being forced out of the homes of the people who have reappeared. Um, so like you decide which side are the good guys and which side are the bad guys of that convoluted fucking plot. And, and I, I mean, I don't know if any of this would really happen because there's no Thanos snapping his fingers and making half the people disappear. But um, the idea that this provisional government would show up and just take a vote that redraws half the borders on Earth and and moves refugees out of every single country on Earth. Uh, I don't know. It's. It's almost more of a stretch to me than Thanos snapping his fingers and wiping out half of reality. It's it's really weak writing to me. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what's happening here. The GRC is going to have a vote, and after they have their vote, they're going to... Another thing that doesn't make sense. Why does the GRC have to have a vote? They exist to do this, mm-hmm. but they're going to have a vote on whether or not they're going to rewrite the borders to what they were before the snap. And they can't do it until after they have their vote. 
and the Flag Smashers are going to stop them from voting by attacking the building that they're in. Okay. Uh, am I right about this? Uh, is this how you understand the plot too? Mm, this, not really. This could this confuse. What, what what do you mean? Okay, what did it, what do you think I have wrong? I honestly, I I must have missed that whole part. <laughs> so um, you didn't uh, read yeah. any of that from no, this. No. So didn't. why do you think these people are being evacuated from this building? Who do you think they were? I'm. I don't even remember because I watched this. <laughs> I watched both these episodes once. I'd have. <laughs> it is so bad that you didn't even like. This is the whole plot of the whole thing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad the show is, is what I'm saying. The, I think they reduced the main plot of the show to the level of it doesn't matter. Right. People only care about about Sam in his new suit, about how he looks and acts as Captain America, which I want to say, again, I think is awful. I think his suit is so stupid. Yeah. Why the hell would the top of his head not be covered by a helmet? Think about this. Think about this. Johnny Walker's Captain America, who doesn't fly, and who has super strength, wears a helmet all the time. Right. Sam's Captain America, who flies, and who does not have super strength, wears no helmets. How am I supposed to take this seriously? And this, the thing that covers the side of his face, well, he has a visor that has information on it now, so I'm... I guess I'll forgive the stupid ski goggles too. It's awful watching him like act in this suit, isn't mm -hmm. it? Am I wrong about that? Did you not hate it? Uh, I found the eye goggles and the uh, the side helmet a little off putting. Yes, but no, I it when, didn't. When it he's didn't, standing there, but I get it because remember when he was just Falcon, he just wore the goggles. He didn't wear a helmet. He didn't wear a mask. Oh, I know. Right. So I guess they're just trying to incorporate the two costumes together. Yeah, right. so the Falcon fans. Will it didn't be take me. It didn't take me out of it, but I get what you're saying. I just, I, I, I you know what? I don't like this, but I mean, it's comic book accurate, and I, say, I don't like. It's not the I way it was in the book. It is. It's exactly yeah. comic book accurate, and I don't like the comic book version either. I think it's a subpar version of Captain America, right. and it's not because he's not black. And I hate that the whole plot of this is. Oh, nobody's going to accept me as Captain America because I'm black. So now if I don't accept him as Captain America, I have to say it's not because he's black. Obviously, it's not because he's black. I don't like this Captain America because he doesn't have the super soldier serum. So he's basically Batman. Mm. Uh, and instead of superpowers, he's got, oh, well, I'm Falcon as well as Captain America. It's a muddled thing for him to have the wings and the shield. It's a conglomeration of two things instead of one pure thing. And and I, again, I'm not I'm not getting racial when I say pure. I, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I I like the the racial story that's told in mm. this in this show. I just don't like this version of Captain America at all. Right. And I I'm not in like he, Captain America should be a broad daylight superhero, not a not a Batman superhero. Uh, you know, soaring through the skies at night in the shadows. Through the dark skylines, it feels very Batman, um, not very Captain America at all to me. That's right. all. And, and again, it's, it's uh, whatever. But um, as far as the episode goes, uh, you know, the action scenes were, were pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the helicopter stuff was 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 fun. Um, 
Sam even had a line that I liked. Oh, you, you you're actually earning this this ass whooping you're about to get, or whatever that line was he had said mm-hmm. in there. Um, where I thought, oh, there's a character. Like there's like a line I believe. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I don't know, man. The the whole plot with the GRC, the thing ends. And I know I'm just I'm skipping over the details of the episode, but mm. I I want to really talk about the bigger issues mostly. The thing ends with Carly dying, mm-hmm. and then the and then Sam talking the GRC into not doing their vote. Right. So Carly wins. Her movement wins. Okay, but Sam did Sam did it the right way instead of the wrong way because he did it by talking instead of doing it by murdering people, I guess. But the muddled, confusing plot of this damn thing. So now everybody who came back from the snap and doesn't have a home anymore because someone else is living in their home now doesn't get their home back. Right, <laughs> and that's the happy ending here. That that's the state the world is in at the the happy ending of this mm. is that the GRC was wrong all along and Carly was right all along. And I don't know, man, like, <laughs> uh, Bucky was fun. He got a superhero landing. Like I said, mm-hmm. his art got completed. He, he, he told the old man that he murdered his son which I guess somehow allowed him closure, helped him move on. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, man, I thought there was such an opportunity when you, when you got your new suit from Wakanda, uh, like we could assume the wings are vibranium. We, we can assume he's got that upgrade, mm-hmm. but you had the chance to tie this into black Panther more, right? You had the chance to like give him some black Panthery style feel, or powers to his suit. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I was expecting a more, more of, yeah, this captain America is powered by Wakanda. Um, well, it is technically it is, but I just feel like they didn't utilize that as much as I would have. We want to get claws and shit. Not claws, but like maybe some of the energy repulsion powers or right. maybe, Maybe like maybe have it look a little more stylized. Like, well, you gotta remember though, this is the first like we're not we're not seeing him in his full potential, right? Um, by the time Captain America four comes around, we might see more of that. We might see yep. more upgrades to his suit. Like, yep. this is just the beginning of his journey as Captain sure. America, right? Sure. And so, and they they could still just reveal things that the suit has that he hasn't used yeah, yet exactly. that he didn't use in this. Sure, no doubt, all of that can still happen. Um, if, if what happens in the comics is true, then that CIA guy who he gave his wings to actually gets them fixed and actually becomes the Falcon after this. Oh yeah, okay. and, and and becomes Captain America's sidekick. So there's two winged characters. Mm. Um, which I'm sure that's exactly the route that they're going since he did give them. Yes. And <laughs> I was happy I was happy that this 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 ended with John Walker uh getting his black costume, his comics accurate uh US agent mm-hmm. name and costume from Julie Louis Dreyfus. Uh 
because I'm looking forward to a lot more John Walker. Yeah. I would like him to get his own show. I would like the U.S. agent to be a show on its own. Okay. I, I think that would be awesome if they announced that. All right. But um, you know what? I don't know what, what else to say. I've basically given most of the plot of this away. I don't know if I missed anything important that you want to talk about. Uh, not really. Um, I felt like this episode, it did seem a little rushed. Um yeah, I felt rushed. Like it I basically felt... ended halfway, and then they went into the Isaiah redemption. Yeah. Right? Um, and the speech was really long hmm. and kind of goofy, didn't you think? Um, which part are you talking about, uh, Falcon? When, Sa- when, when, when Captain America, when Sam Captain America is just standing in the street and talking to the GRC oh, that yeah, he just yeah. rescued. I, don't know, I didn't have a problem with that. And making his speech about... Yeah. You never think about the decisions you make and how they affect people like us. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't. I didn't have a problem with that whole thing, and he kind of went on a um, black Captain America tangent. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I had no problem with that. Uh, they they revealed what's her face as the power broker as well. I forgot to mention that. Right. They revealed that Sharon Carter was the power broker. And she was reinstalled as an agent of the U.S. government. Yes. But uh, reveals in the end that she's still going to keep working for whatever criminal organization she runs Mm -hmm. or works for. In the meantime, she's going to be double agent Carter Mm. going forward. Um, I I really thought that was dumb. I, I... I don't know what's going on there with that character. A lot of re- weird writing choices I thought happened here. I yeah. really I really didn't like the plot of this. I got to admit. It was great as an action movie, a big action spectacle. Mm-hmm. But man, I didn't like the plot of this very yeah. much. Fair enough. Um, except for the Isaiah Bradley stuff. But then again, at the end, the redemption is he takes Isaiah Bradley to the Smithsonian and he shows him that he had his story enshrined in the Smithsonian. But Isaiah Bradley just finished telling him he wanted to stay like hidden. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, does Sam work for the Smithsonian or run it somehow? How the hell did Sam just go and get like, it's not in, it's not enshrined in history anywhere. It's a complete total secret. Mm -hmm. But now, it's a display in the Smithsonian just because Sam went and talked to somebody. Like it was dumb. It was dumb. The whole thing was, really bugged. It was when you dumb, think about but it, man, it was touching. The whole, but but when you think when you, about when you like, think about how, how they rushed through so much stuff, yeah. like like just just the naming of a new Captain America, like how he went from the scene where Sam puts the the shield in the Smithsonian to Sam goes home and he sees on TV. The government is announcing a new Captain America. You yeah. don't get any like behind-the-scenes discussion of how that happened, and the fact that like Falcon worked for the government the whole time, and they had a close relationship with him, obviously, and nobody even discussed it with him. He never even heard a rumor about it. Nobody gave him a call, like a heads up. Oh, by the way, this like it just they. I just feel like so much was just so rushed about yeah. this whole story. That I don't know. I was exhausted about saying it was rushed by this point, and and the fact that they pulled this whole virus plot out—who knows how much was edited out of this? Yeah. 
that that makes it feel like unsatisfying and unfinished even. Yeah. Um, I'm really putting it down a lot. Uh, it's weird. Uh, likable, but so flawed at the same time, in my opinion. Um, mm. I, I wanted to mention also the John Walker kind of redemption scene, where at first he's just showed up to like get his revenge and kill Carly, mm-hmm. but then he has the opportunity to save some people yes. who are falling off a bridge, yep. and he tries to, yes. and he fails. Yes. And it's a weird moment for me the way. He tries and well, fails. He succeeded, but then he got taken out because he did pull yeah. it all the way back. It's just the he got beat by the the flag smashers. Like they, right. they're the ones that pushed it back over. And then Sam lifts the truck up, yeah, uh, because he's the real Captain America um, and the real hero of this. But still, did he lift it up or he brought it heroic down? Tendencies. No, he brought it down, like didn't the, he? A flawed hero. Oh yeah, he he, he landed it safely. Yes. Um, a flawed character, but still, like he wants to do the right thing. He wants to be the hero, mm-hmm. and he wants to help people. Yeah. Um, he just gets in his own way with his tragic flaws. I really like this character. Yeah. Uh, I like it better than Steve Rogers. Still, uh, I definitely like him better than Sam. Uh, but I'm being too negative. I know. I know. Uh, let's wrap up, Kev. Let's. Right. I think we've covered all the plot of this. Yep. Um, Overall, I, thought it, I thought it was kind of a mess, a fun mess, yeah. but I thought kind of a mess. And I, I don't think of a lot of it. I would give it like a six. Um, as an episode of television, uh, rate the this two. Episode, rate the two together since episode. since we did two episodes. But, uh, so episode five and six. I, the first half of episode five, I thought was better than all of episode six. So yeah. but then the second half of episode five, I didn't love. So, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll give a seven to episode five and a six to episode six. Okay. Um, I also thought it was a problem. Like, cause I remember I mentioned earlier how in his breakdown, John Walker kept repeating. I am captain America. I am captain America. Mm hmm. It kind of bugged me at the end when he just so easily put on the black costume and went, okay, I'm a U.S. agent now. Right. Like, what happened to your mania about still believing that you're the real Captain America? Well, he stepped like, into did, his own skin, just, right? It just just went away like like snapping his finger. I don't know. I, I No, I think it was fine. That moment when he saved the truck, I guess, snapped him out of it somehow. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I, I gave it my rating, so I'm walking away now, Kev. Uh, you go ahead. It's your, it's your punching bag. So yeah, um, like I said, uh, episode five started off really strong, and then I don't know. It was it was it was an okay episode, but it wasn't. I, don't know, I felt like the previous episodes were better, or the previous episode was better uh, when he killed the dude. Like I thought that was fucking amazing. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah uh, I, I guess uh, for episode five, I would give it a six and a half. And then for episode seven, or sorry, episode five, six and a half for episode six, uh, I'll give it a seven. Okay, then. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was, it was an all right show. I still think I liked Wakanda, or Wakanda Vision. 
WandaVision. I like WandaVision better. I don't know. I was I was more excited uh, Friday go home and watch WandaVision than I was to watch Captain or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So yeah, know, it was like, it was more of a roller coaster to me. For WandaVision, mm-hmm. every week I was like. Man, I just want this to be over already. I just like get like let's let's get it over with. Let's get Friday here. Let's get it over with. Yeah. Uh, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, for a couple of episodes there, like three and four, I think, mm. I was like, oh man, Falcon Winter Soldier's on tonight. Awesome. Yeah. Um, every Friday. Um, but uh, I did, then the end, I was like, fuck, uh, they did not stick the landing for me at all, and. Mm. I'm not looking forward to the Captain America movie much uh, mm. because I because I, I'm still just not a fan of this Sam version of Captain America. I am. Uh, yeah, I, I, I give him a good supporting cast and a good villain. I just yeah. that's all I want. And, yeah, and which I'm sure they will give us a good movie, and then I'll be in. I'll be yeah. in fine. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, there we are. Falcon and Winter Soldier in the books. There might be another season. There's definitely going to be a movie, yep. uh, probably with with all of these surviving characters yep. uh, involved, and, uh, and and we'll see how that goes. Boom! Uh, it was good to have new MCU stuff. I will say because we went a year without any MCU yeah. stuff, which is yeah, but which is odd because for the last ten years we were getting hit with like three movies a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. It was, it was I'm refreshing. still I'm still wanting the pace to pick up. I want to get all this old shit out of the pipeline, all the mm-hmm. stuff that was that was made before it delayed yes. because stuff like this happens where like they edit shit out after the after the fact or they mm-hmm. or they move shit around and they they put new scenes in after the fact and and I, I feel like it does degrade the quality. Uh, I, I just want I want it to be fresh again. I don't want it, all this waiting and and sitting around on the shelf anymore. I want the stagnation over. Anyway. Fair enough. What'd you think of the Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer? By the way, Uh yeah, we didn't, not, we didn't talk about that. Not, not really hyped on it. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, um, average so far. Yeah, okay. uh, like, like like if Disney made a Bruce Lee movie. So exactly, far. and uh, I, it's funny that you yeah. should say that <laughs> because, because I was explaining it to somebody, and I was like, "It's it's like it's like a crazy like martial arts movie." Uh, meets like an old school Bruce Lee movie, yeah. right? Because like the there's there's some scenes in there that look like Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon type shit, right? Yeah. Where they're like running up. There's a part where they're like all holding their shields and he like runs up and he like flies, whatever. Like that's straight out of like fucking yeah. Crouching Tiger, right? Um, and then I hope it's I hope it's a bunch of wire fighting in it. I'm I'm down. It for looks some like it. Fighting. It looks like it. I like that. I yeah. like that. It looks like there will be. Uh, even that scene where he's on the uh, subway and he, like, punches the two guys and then he, like, does that, like, double kick in the air. To me, that looks like wire work. Uh, I don't think I don't think he's that quite there yet yeah. in the martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, but, yeah, no, it looks like there's going to be some wire work in this movie. So, it looks it looks fine. Yeah. yeah I, think, it, I, I, hope, I hope it's good. Yeah. We all do. And um, the guy's I, from I, Toronto. I, he's from Mississauga, so... It's funny that I said it looks like a Disney made a Bruce Lee movie because it is it is a it's Disney, Disney movie, movie. <laughs> and Shang Chi uh, the the Marvel character is basically based on Bruce Lee. Oh, is it it? Was, okay. The, the comic character was based was yeah they Bruce Lee was super popular at the time and they just ripped him off and made him a Marvel character. Okay. Uh, to try to sell comic books. Yeah. Fair um, enough. So that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, looking forward to it. We'll see. All right. 
well, I don't know, man. Um, we've talked about a lot tonight. Is is there anything else? Is there anything else that we haven't talked about? That um, like to- the Conjuring Three trailer came out this week. Uh, I'm a fan of the Conjuring universe. Uh, not all their movies are solid, but. <laughs> Um, yeah. I do enjoy the Conjuring movies. They're very creepy as fuck. The first one, um, I think I only watched it once. Like it's a creepy fucking film. Um, I would like to revisit it though. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, part three is coming out. I want to say I feel like it's September. It's soon, and it's going to be like another one of those uh, deals that's going to be on uh, HBO Max. Cool. Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. I'm just curious when it's going to come out. Uh, if I can spell The Conjuring, that would help. The Devil Made Me Do It. June 4th. Yeah, so even sooner. So it's around the corner. Cool. I would check that out. I, I check out those Conjuring movies. They mm-hmm. are very hit and miss. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, not my genre, even, yeah, but uh, they, can, do, they can be good. I do like a good scare. Yeah. Keeps you, keeps you on your toes. But yeah, this one looks interesting though. Definitely uh it's gonna be a possession movie by the looks of it. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, we did we didn't mention that um Baron Zeno gets the last laugh in the end and his That's right. his but his butler kills all of Carly's remaining super soldiers. That's right. Forgot about that. Uh, so there's no super soldiers left except for John Walker. Yeah. Um, and as far as we know, no, none of the serum survived this show. No, I don't think so because he took the vial, right? So, right. And Agent Carter at the end even says, "Super soldiers are off the menu now." So, I think you can you can say officially that that's that. But um, they also did say in the show, even though in the comics they never made a new perfect version of the super soldier serum, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the scientist who made it before he got shot said that this version was perfect. Mm. And that's the version that John Walker took. So um, I'm looking forward to down the road. You know they're going to build to the return of Steve Rogers and a cap versus cap fight. Mm. They're going to build us up for the eventual battle between John Walker and Steve Rogers. Right. And I can't wait. I can't wait for that. That's going to be the greatest movie. If I, I hope that's a whole film like Batman versus Superman. I mm. hope it's Captain America versus us agent. Uh, mm. when, when Steve Rogers comes back, cause you know, he'll come back for sure at some point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, time will tell. That's like 10 years down the road, though. Like, not <laughs> I not think he'll be too old to do it by then. No, he's so young, Chris Evans. Evans. Or, yeah, sorry, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans, yeah. Yeah, no, he's young as hell. Uh, if Captain America is a little, a little older when he gets back from the multiverse, wherever he comes back from, mm. it'll be okay. It'll be okay. All good. Anyway, uh, I don't, you know what? I don't think I have anything else I can recommend this week. Anything else I've watched? I really haven't watched anything. Mm. I don't. All I do is play with my son. Right. My son is three, and um, we are in lockdown, and uh, <laughs> we play a lot. That's all go. we do. That's all I do. Awesome. Anyway, uh, it's good though. I enjoy it. I'm not complaining. All right. I just don't have any new movies or TV shows to recommend. I'm still thinking while I'm talking. That's why I'm still talking because I'm um, trying to think. 
In all fairness, uh, I'm still binging the shit out of uh, Superstore. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I haven't really started anything. I think I mentioned it last week, or not last week. Um, the last time we recorded, I feel like I mentioned it, but uh, I haven't watched it yet. And that is a uh, series on Amazon Prime called Them. Um, right, I saw intense. the trailer for that. You're yeah. right; it does it does look very much like uh, like, like a Jordan uh, Peele movie. Jordan Peele movie, yes. for sure. Yeah, but apparently yeah. It has nothing to do with it. But it looks like his style straight up but yeah no uh it's on my to-do list other than that uh i can't think of anything else uh on the on the horizon to watch. oh the guy who screams mortal Kombat. Mm. there's a guy the guy who screamed mortal Kombat in the 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 techno song from the 1995 movie sound soundtrack mm-hmm. And it's the famous Mortal Kombat yell, the Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. that, that you hear all the time. Yep. Where you can it? hire the guy. Okay. He hires himself out to scream Mortal Kombat for you. <laughs> While you play the, the game? Guy's, the guy's name is Kyle Wyatt. Uh, Kyle, I'm reading this article from odyssey.com. Kyle is the guy who screams the famous Mortal Kombat line in the Immortal soundtrack. In the Immortal's track, Techno Syndrome Mortal Kombat from the 1995 film soundtrack that you've likely been yelling inside your own head every time a public skirmish breaks out, and now you can have him scream it at you or someone you love. That's funny. Uh, I think he paid. I think he charges like uh, 25 bucks to yell at once. <laughs> can you imagine I, okay. if, you, if you had the ability to charge 25 bucks to yell Mortal Kombat and people would pay you? Can you imagine if that was your can you imagine? This is what I'm going to do, my friend. This, yeah. my 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 upcoming birthday, all right? Uh-huh. Hopefully everyone's vaccinated by then. I'm going to have a Mortal Kombat theme party. Oh. And I'm going to hire. What you say his name was? Kyle? Kyle Wyatt. I'm going to hire, hire Kyle Wyatt. I'm going to give him 100 bucks, And I'm going to uh-huh. get him to yell Mortal Kombat. Every hour for four hours on the hour. I don't know if you would. I don't think you could get him to like come to your party <laughs> for like a hundred bucks. Yo, hundred bucks, hundred bucks, man. I think if you're making him fly to Brampton, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll do it over Twitch. It's gonna cost you a little more than the than the four. What? I'll put him up. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Uh, that'll be fun. Mortal Kombat, dude, oh, shit. dude, it's a good life if you can get it. I guess. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> anyway, Kev, before we wrap up episode yeah, seventy-eight, mm-hmm. too old for this podcast. Are there any listeners on the line with any with any comments, or <laughs> questions, or? Um, here's, uh, there's line one's blinking here. Let me see. Let me see. Ah, you're on the air with, uh, Jared and Kev. I know when that highline blink. <laughs> you're on the air with Jared and Kev. Bitch, are you for real? Yes, I am for real, Rudy Raymore. Ha ha ha. But wait, wait. Line two. That's the end? 
That's right, Miss Jackson. <laughs> because I am nasty. <laughs> That's uh, all for episode yeah. 78 of 2 for this podcast. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being alive. One week from today, I will be immunized. All right. And we will celebrate. All right. Good times. Come on. We'll Go get, get that AstraZeneca, Kev. We'll Go get do that it. guy to scream Mortal Kombat while you get your uh, vaccine. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Begin. <laughs> Stay safe. Fatality. <laughs> Stay awesome. Finish you. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Just chill. <laughs> to the next episode.